Dear friend, let's discover more of who we are together. Love, Haley and Amanda. Just have to tea last morning. Tea? I said afternoon. You said morning. I did. Interesting. I said this morning. I said this afternoon. We might be having high tea because we're acting quite strange. (laughs) Also, I sound like a drunk English. Oh, I sound like Julia Child. Yes. (laughs) I was going to say. And I was going to (laughs) say. I was going to say that you sounded like Ooh. Mrs. Doubtfire. Excuse me. Mrs. <laughs> Doubtfire. Uh, it's hard to hold a mic in the tea And a teacup, especially Ooh. when we could they're AS- empty. <laughs> we can ASMR the teacups. Is this putting anyone to sleep? <laughs> or is it... MT. This is the worst beginning of an episode. I'm or maybe it. the best. I'm into it. Cheers to some afternoon morning tea. That's high. <laughs> we aren't. We swear we're not. Um, okay. We I didn't know if you if that gave it away, but we're talking about tea today. <laughs> and you might be thinking, Haley, Amanda, why are you talking about tea on your podcast? It's a beverage. Oh my well, friends, it is so much more than a beverage. We're talking about not just the beverage, but the, the ritual, ritual around tea. tea. <laughs> but before we do that, Let's we're, do we're recording this on 4th of July <clears throat> in America, <laughs> but we have our own pledge. That's right. So we're celebrating. We're celebrating our independence. independence. <laughs> From the rest of the, the world. world. Yeah. Because it's, it's just, just us for all. Us. For all. Are you ready? Dear. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United Mates in America. And rarely in public is where we stand. One friendship under God. Indivisible. Live party. Live party. And just us for all. It's just us over here, and there's nobody else. Nope, and there's no tea in our glasses. No, there's not. But But you know that, I know that this sounds really cheesy, but doing the ritual of our pledge, it's different every time. But it's the same. And... It kind of, you know, it brings us back. It brings us back to the beginning. It grounds us. It's different, but the same. So we're talking about the ritual of tea today because one one thing, one thing here. I can't drink coffee. Did you know that? <laughs> I'm like allergic to caffeine. Her energy is all natural. Yeah. Mine I, is not. I'm like, I, I'm starting up here with energy. And if I were to drink coffee, then I turn into a crackhead. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've it, seen it. Yeah, I don't know why God made my body to um, metabolize caffeine the way that it does, but it literally makes it to where I don't finish sentences, nor do I act like a human. I, I turn into another creature. That's right. And uh, one we don't know about. It could and be you, alien. 
they say that redheads are very sensitive. They do say that. And they I cry a lot. And <laughs> I'm kidding. No. But I am really sensitive to caffeine. And I know that there are teas that have caffeine in it, but there are a We've lot of... We've experienced that. Yes. Trying to have an innocent caffeine-free tea. And I got a really high caffeinated tea on accident and got really scared. And I left her here alone with Maris. And Maris left asleep. you alone. And left me alone with myself. And <laughs> I, I didn't go to sleep that night. And I was scared. But tea is a good alternative for me because it does give me a little bit of caffeine. But it's also having like a nice hot beverage, which is something I liked about coffee. But so what? I, why I'm saying that is because I got into tea quite a while ago because it was a good, like I said, alternative for me. So I love tea. I love uh, making tea, all that. And then, you know, in the past few years, we have started putting on teas. Well, one, because we love hospitality and we love having people over, people over and, and serving them and creating like a beautiful, special ambiance for people to feel special and create memories. But also... Um, We love tea. Yeah. And the ritual of it. Yeah. <laughs> you got lost. I lost thoughts. my thought. <laughs> yeah. I knew where you were going, though, that we like the hospitality part of it, but we also like the ritual of it. And so we we've recently read a few things that kind of fed into that love of the ritual that really resonated with us. And we wanted to share them with you today, hopefully to open yourself up to um the real beauty of the ritual around tea and to maybe um, do something sweet for your friends and family and throw them a tea. Um, yeah. And I, I just wanted to say that we have, since we got into it, like a little bit more into it than just having tea every now and again, we've done it like in a few different ways. And it's something that can really be like on a sliding scale. Yeah. Of, like of really fancy, fancy or just because it, it's not about fancy. It's not at all. But you can go over the top with it. But it's more about the ex- just the experience of it. And we've been to a few tea houses mm-hmm. lately. That are on that scale. And we're actually going to a high tea today with our friends who were on the podcast, Karen and Courtney, the, si- yes. the genius sisters, um, artist sisters. So we're tea is a huge part of our life especially right now and i think i mean tell me if you agree with this because we're two different people that's right but i think right now we've i mean like i said i've i've liked tea for a while but right now the ritual of like going to tea and creating a tea for even if it's just the two of us or other people i think because we've been so isolated yep this past year this is a really sweet way to get together that feels really intentional because yes. it's different than just ha- come over for dinner. Right. Or like just come over and have drinks. It's like tea has its own pace mm-hmm. and it has its own kind of layout. And and it feels a little bit more unique for some reason, you know, it's just a little more special. Yeah. And you and it's 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 not a. I don't want to say it's not exciting, but it's just a very calming, grounding experience. So I think that's what I agree with, with getting back together with people. But you don't want it to just be some frivolous, like wild, non-meaningful experience, which there's I, a time which and place. I still do. Yeah. yeah. But there's something really sweet, particularly now. I think we're, we're a lot of people are really drawn to that type of experience the more mm-hmm. meaningful right now where you can connect catch and, up and don't you feel like at tea 
time. <laughs> tea time. When you have tea time, it really fosters more conversation because tea is oh, very totally. slow. Yep. Like it's hot. So you drink it slow. You're, the, you know, like the little uh, finger foods. And they come like, very it comes in kind of courses. So you're yeah. paced and you're, you're kind of moving through it like a, like a little journey with each other, you know? Yeah. And it's like a ceremony. Yeah. Which, which we're going to talk about. So, um, the ceremony of tea is very beautiful, but one book we've been obsessed with lately is The Art of Gathering by Priya Parker. We want to do a, a whole bunch of episodes on that. Yes. And she has, she t- she's talking about gathering and she's talking about getting together, but she talks specifically about uh, Japanese tea in this one part and the beauty of it. Um, she said she went to Kyoto, Japan, and she participated in a traditional Japanese tea ceremony to learn um, from their wisdom around, <coughs> excuse me, around Those gatherings. gatherings. <coughs> I'm sorry, do you want me to read it? Do you want me to read it? Sure. Just start right here, the tea master. She says, the tea master there told me of a phrase, the 16th century Japanese tea master, Sen no Rikyu, sorry if that's not how you pronounce it, taught his students to keep in the front of their minds as they conduct the ceremony. Ichigo Ichi-e, or Ichi-e, I don't know. Ichigo Ichi-e. The master told me it roughly translates to one meeting, one moment, in your life that will never happen that will never happen again. Okay, before you read the rest of that, whenever I read this in the book, it's highlighted in the book because mm-hmm. I, I that really resonated with you and I. We we read this book together and <clears throat> just that that it's part of the Japanese tea ceremony to think as the tea master when you're conducting the tea that this is one meeting, one time that will never happen again. Even if you're po- putting on several different teas, this one mm-hmm. will never happen again. And so she, the tea master continued to explain. We could meet again, but you have to praise this moment because in one year we will have a new experience and we will be different people. And we will be bringing new experiences with us because we are also changed. Each gathering is Ichigo Ichi'i. And I think that is such a beautiful truth it yeah like I I want it to like settle in for our listeners for a second you know like yeah it's it's not this can be applied to more than just a tea gathering you know it's any gathering yeah but like trying to really be mindful that the things that you do even as a paradox of like a ritual which is something that is repetitive you kind of do the same thing each time but really being mindful that each experience is unique even if you're there with the same people like you're a different person with new experiences showing up each time there's an opportunity for new connection new your mind to be open to new things like even today I'm so excited to go to tea with our buddies Kara and Courtney because we saw them yesterday but we're bringing new things to the table today and I can't wait to see what we're going to talk about and learn about each other. Well, and I was just thinking, uh, so last weekend, Haley was there. I threw a tea for my niece who mm-hmm. got engaged, and I had her, my other niece, and my sister-in-law over to the point of the gathering was to wedding plan a little bit because I'm doing her floral. But when I was, when I 
when I chose to do the tea and whenever I was putting the tea together that morning, I just kept thinking to myself and while we were sitting at the table even that this is a very unique time because she'll never be Mm -hmm. engaged again. I mean, maybe, but I mean like never to this person. (laughs) Uh, Hopefully not. Yeah. So it's like this moment in time where she's this young woman stepping into a whole new stage of life and we're all these ages. We're all in this certain place in our lives. Like I was really trying to take it in. Like I want to make this special Mm -hmm. for her and us and to be a memory that we remember years later of planning her wedding and doing this tea. And I think it's similar to that. Ichi is it Ichi go Go Ichi E. Um, that even if I did another tea with the same people, we would, would be one. in a different stage. Yep. Even if even if it was next month, we would be in a different stage than we were this past week. And I think that's such a beautiful thing. And again, like we were saying, not just tea, but like when we get together with folks, it's it's we are evolving constantly. We are changing. We are becoming, and we all are. And so whenever we reunite. Um, it's not going to be the same. Or I always think about, I'm sorry, I was talking a lot. That's okay. I always think about places where Maris and I have gone that I like had the best memories. And then you go to the same place again and it's not the same. It's, mm-hmm. it's still good or whatever, you know what I mean? But it's, you have this like idea of that place and that memory in your head, but you can never recreate that. You have to make a new memory in that same place. Mm. Because you're new people and you're bringing new experiences. Yeah, and you're in a new stage of life. Like places we went when we weren't married and now we're married, that's very different. Mm -hmm. But I just think, too, that um, making the tea in particular is such a good memory maker because it really does feel like it it holds more potential to be like a bookmarker in people's uh, timeline because of the special ritualistic um quality of it and that you're gathering in the daytime and you're it's so intentional and your Mm -hmm. conversation is you know just everything around that ceremony it it makes it easier to be a bookmarker for some reason and I think that there is something really special about making a ritual with someone that you continue to do and it can make those new memories for you because you're making it so intentional whereas like let's get together once a week to do something random you know it's harder to reach back and find that as a bookmarker when it's something that's changing all the time I totally agree and not to mention that just again that the art of team and and making tea it's it's very calming it is yeah and i kind of when we we went to the french room um oh to celebrate our one year anniversary of the podcast we celebrated to have high tea at the french room here in dallas at the adolphus speaking of a bookmarker yeah i mean geez such a that experience the was memory. so fun yeah and um because that's really fancy yeah, it was really fancy. And and I was so caught up in like how fun it was and how special it was that 
it was kind of a, an eye opener, a light bulb moment for us when we were like, we're also taking in something that's really beneficial for our health. Yeah. Not the pimento cheese sandwiches, probably. <laughs> well, but on the table when we got to the high tea at the French room was this quote and I loved it. It was like on a little card. It said, there are few hours in life more agreeable than the hour dedicated to the ceremony known as afternoon tea. That's a quote by Henry James. And it, it's true. It's it's just a very, a, like, I, I, I don't, I mean, it's really hard to put into words because mm-hmm. I know that there's, like, the ritual of Japanese tea historically is, like, almost like a religious ceremony. It's very specific. And very they spiritual. Do, yeah, it's a bunch of really tiny details and cleansing and all this kind of stuff. And that's not what we do for when we do high tea or, or host teas, but there's still this ceremony of it. And also there's always something beautiful when you put like your heart into bringing something to your friends and loved ones. And something about like service. Like there's something really like special in the detail of you making tea and then like refilling people's teacups. Like even I remember our waitress's name at the French room was Connie and so sweet and her coming to the table over and over and over and telling us the new tea and serving us just felt like, I don't know, like a very special exchange. Well, and last October in my family, we had a great loss. My uncle passed away and our family Mm -hmm. was just really hurting. My other uncle was um, in the hospital for COVID and ended up passing away from it too. So like our family was just in a very trivial time. And how I decided to handle that was I gathered my aunt and my cousin and my mom and my sisters, you know, and our and their girls. And we threw a tea and Haley helped me because it was bigger. And um, we had two tables going and we served. So I was serving one table and you were serving another table of my family. And it was just such a beautiful day to treat them because it was so much much like grief and sadness going on. But they I mean, they mentioned how much it meant to them, but it meant something to me to be able to serve them like that and take care of them in that way. Yeah. And I I mean, I don't want to be like too repetitive, but it's also there's something so different about it being in the daytime and it being tea this like comforting all natural herbal thing that actually is beneficial it actually is doing something to your mind and your body I mean because I would initially be like oh I want to comfort someone or I want to be comforted let's go get a drink you know but then it's like it's usually this nighttime and there's nothing wrong with this by the way I do it a lot but you know, then it's like your mind gets cloudy because you're kind of numbing yourself and stuff and it's nighttime and then like things probably end up getting a little out of hand. I don't know. And so like that is a way of doing it. But there's something with tea that's like it's very grounding and you're pausing and you're not trying to numb anything. You're trying to sit in it. Yes. You know? Yeah. And I think so the way we've been talking about it so far has been about getting people together for a tea or like 
going in a group to a high T or something like that. But there's so much power to even if you do a daily ritual with yourself with yes, tea. Yes. Um, just the art of making it, um, trying different types of tea, you know, at night. Well, cause I, I'll, I'll have tea, but at night I have this like ginger lemon tea mm-hmm. and just making that tea at night and sitting down it's with like it. It's super relaxing. It, it's a slow down. It's yes. It's I, I, like you're saying, you, you can't put into words what's actually happening, but it's, it's like something this kind of like, yeah, like grounding, nourishing. I mean, Cause it's earthy and it's, I don't, well, there's a lot of health benefits to tea actually. And I wrote several of them down. I know there's more than this, but it's an anti-inflammatory Love it. It can help control diabetes. Love it. It can help with your heart health, your skin health, boost your mental health, fight obesity, improve bone health, helps with hydration, obviously, and it is a digestive, a digestive. So um, if you have it at the end of a meal, it helps settle you. And one of the things about boosting your mental health, Mm. um, because I was kind of reading up on this, obviously, before the episode, and it was saying that people who are, have a ritual with tea, it really, and I think because of the grounding of it and mm-hmm. doing something repetitive, it really helps with anxiety. Hmm. Um, and it can I be, totally a, it can be a mood booster depending on what type of tea you have with depression or things like that. So it's really positive on all aspects of health. Yeah. Um, obviously, if you're not like pouring tons of sugar and <laughs> heavy What's wrong with that? <laughs> I like tea plain. Yeah. But I, I like, like it. I like, I like it a few different ways. I like ways. dressing it up too. Like a London fog? Whoa. Oh, yeah. You like... Yeah, I do too, actually. I like London but fogs. But not like every night before bed. No, no, no. Like for something special. Mm-hmm. London fogs is with like steamed milk. It's almost like you're making and a vanilla. latte with tea. tea. Yeah, it's like mm. a vanilla latte, but with tea. tea, not espresso. That's really good. And so... The the benefits of tea are there on its own. So even if you don't put on a high tea, okay, you can still do the ritual of tea for yourself just to help your, your own health and to make your day a little bit better in some ways. And just, I mean, it's almost in a way, it's a form of like meditation when you're doing it on your own, you know, a way of pausing, just taking time, even if it only takes you five to 10 minutes to make it and drink it, but you got to sit down and enjoy it and be still and slow down and I think that even that practice in and of I mean aside from the health benefits is just that practice is good for us well and I highly obviously everybody do you I personally highly recommend getting like a pot with the the strainer built in and getting loose leaf tea like, because when I say there's an art, like to the amount that you put in, the amount of time you let it steep, and there's so many different types of teas and different flavors out there to find the one that, because there's a lot of teas I don't like that are really, really bitter, um, but there's a lot of teas that really are my favorite, mm-hmm. and they're, they're kind of across the, the board, because mm-hmm. there's so many dark teas into the lighter teas, and, and white teas, and green teas, or what I usually stand because they're less caffeine, but I highly recommend, like, ordering, like, a, a 15 or $20, maybe glass uh, pot with the strainer that's built in, so that you can play with the art of tea, um, and then, I was gonna, 
No, what were you going to say? And I highly recommend if you're gathering with a few people, it's so nice to use a tea set. I know. Because Amanda's grandmother had all of these tea sets that are gorgeous. Yeah, she like collected tea sets. Yeah, and so every time we do it, we use a different one of her sets. And it feels special, number one, because it was your grandmother's. And you're reusing something that's a memory maker. And so it's like, who was she using this set with? That's so cool to think about. And, oh, go ahead. And that it also just feels really special that you're using something only made for this ritual and you all have the same thing. You're all a part of the same set. You know, I just. Yeah, I I agree. All all the way around feels special. And I was going to tell you this, that I've been helping my mother reorganize her closet and I found this box and it is a gorgeous Japanese Uh-oh. tea set like the little <gasps> cups and the and the pot oh that you put the bamboo on <gasps> and someone gave it to her who went to Japan oh my gosh and it has little daisies hand painted all oh. over it and so she gave it to me so, so we've got to we do gotta, our next tea <laughs> <laughs> we've got to do our next tea with that one but yeah I, I think you're right like having a tea set and you all have like one piece of the set like having the cups when you're throwing a tea is, there is something like very unifying and special about that and also, try throwing a tea. There, I think there, people put a lot of pressure around um, hosting and getting together. What are you laughing at? Can you guess what I just... It made the me TikTok? Think. Yes. <laughs> there's a tic- we, we need to post it on our stories, <laughs> but there's a TikTok that I just showed her and Courtney yesterday of this girl who's like... Really the anxiety nervous. around hosting so she it's like point of view of if you're hosting a party and she's like oh yeah this is a, a charcuterie board it's meat and cheeses it's not it's not that fancy i'll, 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 I'll throw it in the trash it's fine <laughs> is everybody too cool in here anybody want me to go out and get one of those you know window ac units i'll be right back <laughs> it's like she she just keeps like trashing her own house and her everything that she's doing because that's i can be like that too sometimes where i get too much in my head about making things perfect when it's not even really about, about that. I mean, it matters to us and the thought goes a long way. But like at the end of the day, that's not really why people no. are there. Yeah. And I think like for me, whenever I've thrown the teas, I've tried to make it a fun experience of just like trying new things like making those little cucumber sandwiches and Yum. looking up little recipes at Pinterest because mostly tea foods are not crazy hard to make i didn't hand make like the pastries i bought them from a little you made the scones scones are so easy to make they take 10 minutes it's incredible um so yeah i i would say if if you have a group in your life family or friends who maybe need some attention yeah but like some care and maybe they've going through a hard time and even not maybe you've been separated and you haven't or really just need a unique way to connect yeah i highly recommend trying a tea and i don't mean this for just women like i, I guys having tea too like it's it's yeah. not a feminine Mm-mm. experience and actually when we were at the french room um there were a bunch of different types of people there. And I mean by like genders and everything, it's not an exclusive thing for women. And even I love the tea house that we go to here, Potpourri Boulangerie. Mm. It's run by these young guys. Um, Their mother started it and it's so sweet. The care that these men put into 
the tea and the pastries and everything. And it's not women. You don't have a, there's no uh, female staff right now besides nope. the zero yeah. when she comes in. And so it's not gender exclusive and it's something really beautiful. And I highly, highly, highly recommend you adding it to your life, whether you go and experience or you create the experience for yourself daily or for others in your life. Also, I went to the Kimball High Tea. Yes. The Kimball Museum. Yeah. We've been trying a bunch of different ones. Yeah. And you you I liked it, right? It. Yeah. And you Being would around you the went, art. You went to look at all the artwork and that was like very nourishing and then you sat down and could reflect on it and and had like a beautiful tea. Love it. And then just to kind of finish up, I also wanted to add that let's say you really don't want to have tea. <laughs> And you're not interested in that at all. Like you think about Ted Lasso when he's like, he's like, I, you know, I always thought tea tasted like brown cardboard water. And you know what? I, I was, was right. right. <laughs> <laughs> but I just to push it past tea, I think that choosing something we were t we were helping Courtney um, paint yesterday and she was like y'all are so silly with all these dumb rituals you have all week that we don't even really realize we do Our rituals we're yeah. just doing them consistently yeah and we make them fun each time or whatever even like we go to a cycling class every monday and wednesday and we it's something that we can hold on to throughout the week and it's special and nourishing and we do it together and we connect and we do tons of stuff like that but i would just encourage you whether it's something with just yourself or with a couple of people, try something that could be like a weekly ritual or a by... That energizes your week, that makes it more special. But is a unique way of intentionally connecting. That is something you're repeating that's the same each time. The, the act of it is the same, but you're gathering so it's something... I mean, even... Um, our friend Lisa talked about for a long time doing like a Sunday um, supper club. Yeah, where we knew no matter what, there was going to be dinner served at her house every Sunday and we could come and, you know, that was some sort of ritual that we could hold on to to connect. And our friends Dragon and Alyssa for a long time, they said, okay, we're going to be at this restaurant every Sunday night mm. at this time. And we're going to eat come? at this place. And so they told their whole friend group, if you want to come to dinner that night, we will always be there. And I think that's such a cool thing yeah. like to do something consistently like that, that you can people can choose to engage with. Yeah. Or like let's uh, every Tuesday, I'm going to go for a walk around at the same trail at seven o'clock. Whoever wants to join. Let's go for a walk together. Rituals like that really do something for you. Right? They ground you. They make your week feel special. It's very energizing. I think sometimes our weeks and our lives can get monotonous and boring. And then there's always, it's good to have things to look forward to. And that kind of, mm -hmm. you know, not just like spice it up as something different, but like to be around somebody different, you know, but, like I'm going to see this person that day or, you know. But again, like it's that paradox of, I mean, you're saying that that this ritual would spice up the monotony, but also it's monotonous. Yes. And, and I know, but I think that there's something special about knowing this is something that's the same every week that I can hold on to. But I know Ichigo Ichi eh, that when I Ooh. get there, it, it's going to be different. Yeah. You know, even because though it's the same. I think even just thinking about like um, it being something different every week 
kind of already produces like a little bit of anxiety because you're like, what is, I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know what to look forward to. I don't know who's going to be there, you know, but knowing that it's like the same thing every week is something really comforting and, there's and small grounding changes in it because of the ichi. Yes. That. You have to be mindful or it will turn into something monotonous and uninteresting. And I feel like, and like our Monday nights, we just started going every Monday night to hear music at the same place it's the same band but we like have a total blast every time and have been inviting different people every day every time yeah yeah I think so much of our like lives at work are controlled and there is no room to make things unique you know like the same meetings like the same planning meetings the same PLCs all this stuff the same people and you don't have that room to show the change and growth do you know what I mean? To make yeah. it the, the, the Ichi. Go Ichi. I almost say Ichi Ba because of the <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> Uchi Ba. But yeah, Ichi Go Ichi A. Like they, there's not a lot of room to express that, like the uniqueness of a new moment, even with the same people. And so I think it's important to create that Those space your in your life. Yes. Yeah. Outside of work. Ah. <sighs> <sighs> Let's go have tea. Oh, awesome. Excuse oh, me. Here. I'm Julia Charles. I'm Julia Charles. And I'm just turned I'm, British. I'm going to drink my empty glass. M. T. M. T. Glass. Uh, so, guys, hopefully this inspires you to go out, drink some tea. T-E-A. We're not promoting a certain tea. Tie of tea. We're not promoting a certain tie of tea. Tie of tea. This is a tie of tea restriction. I will tell you one tea I love. What? The Aveda tea. Oh, yeah. The loose leaf Aveda tea. It's like I a I think licorice. actually we, um, you know, we did that little series about. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> Excuse me. Sometimes we're on the same page. Sometimes we are not. Um, we did that whole thing about doing a morning and an evening ritual to yeah. make us feel more grounded. Which it did. Yes. And the nighttime, there was a drinking of tea. And we did post about that tea. The Aveda tea at yes. night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So find your tea, people. <laughs> spill the tea. We're here for it. Just drop us a DM with your <laughs> all the tea you spill. Um, no, but we hope you enjoyed this episode. It's something that I know it seems like a random topic, but it's been a really big part of our lives lately. It's been very enriching and nourishing and something to look forward to. And, and then when we read that in Priya Parker's book, like Art of Gathering, it's like, yeah, this is important. It's not just frivolous tea time. So you guys live pretty out there. Yeah. And we'll see, talk, listen, be around next week with okay. a new episode. Talk to you later. 